Seven Minute Sermon, a podcast from Reverend George Pink. Can I Get a Witness is just one of those songs. It's a song you probably know, even if you don't think you know it, because it's one which seems to come up a lot in movies. It also gets played in the background of sports highlights on TV. It's just a familiar sort of song. It was originally sung by Marvin Gaye in the 1960s. And here's a bit of what it sounds like. Can I get a witness? Apparently Marvin Gaye only needed to record this song in the studio once. It was a one-take wonder. And a lot of other artists have sung this track since he first did in 1963. It's been covered by everyone from the Rolling Stones and Stevie Wonder to the Supremes and Elton John. Now I'm not going to pretend that it's a Christian song with deep and meaningful lyrics. For example, we just heard the line, Everybody knows, especially you girls, that love can be sad, but I have a love that's twice as bad. So you might ask why I'm talking about this song in a sermon. I'm talking about can I get a witness because it's actually quite a good question to ask when it comes to the Christian life. A big part of being a follower of Jesus is about being a witness. On the evening of the first Easter, the risen Christ appears to his disciples. He opens their minds so they can understand the scriptures. He explains what's just happened. He talks about the death and rising of the Messiah, of himself. He says that repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations. And he tells them that they are witnesses of these things. They were witnesses to Jesus in the sense that they were actually there. They were eyewitnesses. But really, every follower of Christ is called to witness to him. Throughout the history of the church, those who have been martyred for their faith have witnessed to Jesus in an extraordinary way. In fact, witness is what the word martyr means. Our English word martyr comes from a Greek word which literally means witness. The first Christian martyr was St. Stephen. He was also one of the first people to be ordained as a deacon. The apostles were continuing the ministry of Jesus, but some of the Greek-speaking widows were being neglected in their practical needs. So a decision was made to ordain seven deacons to look after them. The deacons did the pastoral care stuff, while the apostles focused more on teaching God's word. At that time, the church was being persecuted, and Stephen was accused of blasphemy. He was put on trial by the Sanhedrin, the Jewish high council, and false witnesses testified that he was guilty. But Stephen was filled with wisdom from God. He gave a powerful argument for Christ and rebuked his accusers. He said they had deliberately disobeyed God's law, even though they had received it from the hands of angels. This did not go down well. Here's what happened. The Jewish leaders were infuriated by Stephen's accusation, and they shook their fists at him in rage. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed steadily into heaven and saw the glory of God, and he saw Jesus standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. And he told them, Look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. Sharing this vision was very offensive to Stephen's opponents. 
to them it proved that he was being blasphemous because they did not believe that Jesus could be beside God in heaven. So they did this. Then they put their hands over their ears and began shouting. They rushed at him and dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. His accusers took off their coats and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul. As they stoned him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He fell to his knees shouting, Lord, don't charge them with this sin. And with that, he died. His final words were, Lord, don't charge them with this sin or do not hold this sin against them. Stephen's words echoed Christ on the cross. Because when Jesus was being crucified, he also prayed forgiveness for his executioners. He said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. We just heard that Stephen's accusers laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. That means Saul was overseeing what was happening. He was presiding over the execution. Saul approved of them killing Stephen. So at that stage, it would have seemed very unlikely that this Saul would become the Apostle Paul or St. Paul. He went from being a persecutor of Christians to writing a lot of the Christian New Testament. There was an absolutely incredible turnaround in the life of Saul. He became a witness to Christ. Paul was an extraordinary ambassador for Jesus. And who knows what part the stoning of Stephen played in his story. Paul had a hugely important ministry, and eventually he himself was martyred. Perhaps a seed was planted when he witnessed the death of Stephen. I think it's pretty likely that Paul would have reflected on and been inspired by the courage and faithfulness of St. Stephen. In 1963, Marvin Gaye stepped into a studio and recorded a song called Can I Get a Witness? It's a song we've been hearing ever since. Can I get a witness is a good question to ask when it comes to following Jesus. Because every Christian is called to witness to Christ. Of course, this might look quite different in our lives to how it looked for the early Christians. I certainly hope that none of the people listening to this podcast are going to face persecution in the way that Stephen and some of his contemporaries did. But there might still be a cost when it comes to following Jesus. Whatever it looks like, we are called to witness to Christ in both word and action. And when we do, it makes a difference. When we witness, seeds are planted. When we are witnesses, people see Jesus. Thanks for listening to the 7-Minute Sermon with Rev. George Pink. Subscribe in any podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode.